Talking Nation, welcome to an exciting episode of Tough You Talk here. I know I say that every single time, but I know for me that this uh, guest that we have on with us, uh, for a lot of NC State fans, uh, should be a name that should be synonymously known throughout Wolfpack Nation. And uh, if you don't know at this point who this is here with me, then I highly suggest you know soon because in my opinion, she, in my opinion, I can easily make a case that she's not only one of the most talented players that state has ever had, but also maybe one of the most important players in, 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 in women's tennis history. And that is the one, the only Alana Smith. So Alana, thank you so much for joining us here today. Really do appreciate your time. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I know Alana that, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, everything I said there in terms of one of the most talented, you know, one of the most important is a big thing to say for sure. But, uh, you know, just to go ahead and just kind of, you know, for all the state fans wondering, like, why are you making such a bold statement right there? You know, obviously, you know, we'll talk about the records and, and, and things like that. But, uh, you know, obviously you came in during a time where state women's tennis was definitely not what it is now. And, uh, you know, you were definitely one of the pieces that had to buy into um you know, the vision that Coach Earnshaw had for this program. And, uh, you know, I mean, you know, they always say, you know, you want to leave something better than than you found it. And uh, there's no doubt you've th- you've taken it up a couple of notches at women's tennis for sure. You know, <laughs> so it, it's it's gone up a notch or two for sure. Obviously, leading up to this national championship appearance and the first ever ACC championship, uh, you know, program history. So, I mean, you know, we'll dive more into that. But, uh, you know, it, again, it, uh, so, I mean, tell me, like, you know, like what 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 kind of comes to your what, what what kind of comes to your head when you know you hear things about that in terms of how much this program has changed you know thinking about that moment when you first told Kershaw you're coming to Raleigh I mean it it has to be a a undescribable feeling for sure to think about you know taking that chance and man has it paid off since yeah no I remember um during my whole recruiting process, I think when I would go to tournaments after I did commit to state, people were like, oh, like, NC State? Like, really? And I was just like, yeah. Like, um, I came on my visit. It's funny because um, I only took a visit at state, and I kind of just canceled all my other ones and kind of committed. Like, I just felt everything just felt right when I came on my visit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's great to hear, though, when um, – because obviously, like, yeah, like Simon did say a lot of things. Like, he wanted to change the program around and everything, him and Dave. Um, but, like, it's even better to actually see that we did do that in my five years here. 100%. So, you know, kind of talking a little bit, too, in terms of, uh, you know, that recruiting, uh, you know, slash, uh, you know, side of, of, of your story. So, I mean, just to give a little bit of background, obviously with women's tennis, they don't have like with 24-7 football where they, you know, have like a, you know, the rankings and, you know, a list of all the recruits and, you know, blah, blah, blah. They don't have that for women's tennis. I even tried to look up to see if there's like a women's tennis like recruiting profile. Doesn't exist. Uh, the only thing which I could find was uh, from – I think your freshman year when uh, you you, uh, you partnered with Anna Rogers and in the technician article, it said that you were a five-star recruit and the number one recruit out of Maryland. So uh, just, just goes to show, you know, that there's definitely a lot of room for, you know, buying bu- people buying into the hype of uh, college women's tennis for sure. Um, but, you know, kind of tell me in, in terms of, I mean, because they were even talking about, I know when we were watching the national championship uh, broadcast, they were talking about how, you know, NC State women's tennis was, for lack of better terms, a dumpster fire, you know, you know, before, you know, about five or six years ago, um, not even that, probably even before four or five years ago. And, uh, 
you know, and so kind of talk to me because I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Debbie Yao, I remember that uh, when Coach Earnshaw kind of gave a hats off to Debbie Yao for giving him an opportunity to come to NC State, that one thing she said is that, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a head scratcher to wonder just because he was successful at Division Two means that he can't be successful at Division One. I. I mean, a guy who won nine national championships at Division Two, I mean, I, I don't necessarily know why other people, you know, waited to pull the trigger, but I'm glad that we got him. So, I mean, you know, kind of talk to me in terms of uh, how much of, uh, you know, Coach Earnshaw and that. I mean, did you like, obviously you bought into to him and his resume fairly quickly. Did you kind of see that diamond in the rough just like Debbie Al did? Yeah, no, it was definitely when I for sure came on my visit. Him and um, him and Dave kind of just told me about like my game and how they could help it and just help improve it. And honestly, I think they kind of were like correct with everything and they kind of did do what they said that we were going to do from when I first got here. Like, I think I've definitely improved um, in my five years here. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. No. Yeah. And, and kind of tell me in terms of, uh, I mean, what were some of the big goals that, I mean, that, that Coach Earnshaw had, you know, talked about? I mean, like, did he have, like, was he talking to you about, you know, compete for, you know, being winning national championships? Like, you know, did he have that vision from the get-go when you first started talking with him? Yeah, no, he definitely did. He did say he wanted to get the program back to um, – I mean, get the program on track to where he was at Division Two. Mm-hmm. Um, but he obviously knew it was going to take a couple of years. Like, it wasn't just going to be me coming into the door and just it happening. Like, it did take a couple of years. I know my first year, um, we made the Sweet 16. Yep. And that was even, like, at the time, like, amazing. I think it was the first time in NC State history we made Sweet 16. So, like, yeah. we kind of just been every year just been improving, 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 improving. Just And that's basically what he said. He was like, it's not going to be a one-year fix like it's definitely gonna take some time and do you just want to be along the ride and I was just like yeah yeah Yeah. I think I think it was his first year I think we won one conference match and yeah so it's (laughs) it's pretty crazy the the turnaround um no the turnaround's crazy what have you seen the most in your game that's improved since uh at your time at NC State um, with my game, probably just learning um, how to like play, like like actually know what to do on the court with um, like directionals and figuring out what to do at certain points in time, when to take risk, when to not take risk, mm-hmm. um, and certain things like that. Like, there's a lot of little things that I just kind of felt I needed help with. Like those things, like I feel like I was maybe at certain times being too aggressive and didn't understand which keep like when is it important to do it when is it not important and stuff right. like that yeah yeah so, so kind of tell help me to uh you kind of peel back an onion here as well because i know you kind of said that uh, uh coach Earnshaw told you it was going to take a couple of years to really build up the program bring in you know the talent needed in order to compete at the highest level you know to build around you and so being such a you know being such a highly tied recruit i mean i mean first of all tell me what were some of the other schools that you were, you were recruited by um, honestly, it was a lot of like the ACC schools, a lot of the East Coast schools. I think um, uh, Miami, Georgia Tech, uh, Syracuse. Was UNC going after you? Um, I don't think so. No, okay. I don't think I talked to UNC ever. No, interesting. You were not. No, yeah, no. I think it right? was the only only school in North Carolina I really talked to. I think, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, like like Stanford or 
Iowa State or any of those reach out to you? Um, East Coast, it was kind of the only one I kind of really talked was USC. Um, Hmm. Southern Cal, I talked to them for a little bit. Um, Okay. But yeah, my, I mean, everyone kind of, it was weird because like I really, with like the school stuff, I kind of let my mom kind of handle a lot of that. Cool. And, but like the one thing that kind of just like, stood out was like simon was very persistent with his i think him and my mom did talk like every day for like a year oh, that's <laughs> like awesome. it was something crazy so yeah. um he was very persistent in the recruiting process i would say what well, and that and was, it was funny because when i first um was getting um recruited it was gina who was the assistant coach and then dave came i remember dave came to a tournament i was like oh i was like i didn't know you were this like I was like, what happened? He was like, oh, like I'm new here. And so I was like, oh, okay. So then I talked to Dave for a little bit out in California. It's funny. He'll probably say I didn't say any words. I probably didn't. I was really shy back then. So <laughs> That's okay. Hey, that's what's up. And yeah, I mean, because that kind of builds off, you know, really the question, which I think is the most important one here, which I wanted to kind of make sure we peel back that, you know, layer of the onion on, which is, you know, again, Coach Ernst said it was going to take a couple of years to, you know, to build up. And with you being such a highly tied recruit, it had to have been – like there had to have been something that really made you confident, you know, you know, and you kind of talked about it, you know, the relationship, but also to the persistence that coach Earnshaw had. Um, is there anything else that you would kind of attribute to, to really kind of helping you really feel super confident that, that, you know, come your sophomore, your junior year, that you're going to be competing at that highest level nationally. Anything else you kind of attribute um, to? You know what? It was just, I just trusted what they were saying and like I like even on my visit when I got to know everyone and meeting the team like we really connected and then everyone had the same type of goals that I had so it kind of was like everyone wanted to work hard and get to like everyone wanted to see the program get built up so I think that was kind of what mainly got me to commit to state gotcha yeah. No. Okay. Cool. So, you know, kind of talking about, uh, you know, being from Maryland, uh, uh, originally and, uh, you know, coming to Raleigh, what was your re- original reaction when you had come to the Raleigh area? I mean, did, did you like it? Did you enjoy it or did it take a little time to adjust? Uh, no, I, I actually enjoyed it. It's honestly kind of similar to Maryland. I don't know if you guys ever been to Maryland. Like it's not that big of a difference from, for me, especially where I lived. I kind of live in the suburbs of Maryland. So like being in Raleigh kind of like, kind of carry is kind of like almost like, like it's really nice. It's kind of the same vibes. That's, that was good. I also didn't want to be too far from home. So that was another big factor. Like Raleigh's only a four hour drive for me to come back to Maryland. So Gotcha. Okay. So that's like kind of like all of those. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That, well, that, that's good to know. And, uh, you know, kind of talking about your first years as well. Um, you know, one of the most, I, I guess the first place where your, your name really started, started to pop up was, uh, when you got paired up with Anna Rogers, uh, and you guys were at one point ranked as the number one, uh, du- uh doubles, uh, duo in the country, uh, went 20 and two was just, just killing it. Uh, would you attribute that a lot to, uh, I mean, just the leadership that Anna had, uh, you know, it seemed like from, uh, what I was reading that you guys definitely had that chemistry for sure. And then kind of a piggyback off of that is that since she was such a senior player and you were a newer player, when the roles were reversed with you and Diana this year, did you kind of see some similarities where you kind of took over the Anna role and then Diana kind of was what you were at that time 
Yeah, no, Anna definitely was, it was definitely fun my first couple years, because even with the COVID situation, she had, she got to stay for another year, so it was kind of funny having to go, like, for, I only was supposed to play with her for two years, we ended up playing for three years, but no, she was definitely um, a big part in in, um, having so much fun at State, because we did have so, we won so much in doubles, like, it was, it was just it was crazy. Like, we walk on the court. We were so confident walking out on the court. We were just like, "Oh yeah, we we got this." Like we're we're for, we're a lot at one for sure. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, but yeah, no, definitely with playing with Anna and then having to be because I was I was the younger person on the court. Like I kind of like step like so kind of took a step back and let Anna kind of just run things, you know, and just watching her do her thing. And then with Diana, I had to be more of the. Um, more of the controller on the court because she is the younger one and I'm like probably the more experienced doubles player in the world. So like uh, that's one one thing the coaches were saying. Like I had to step up and tell her what to do, even though like she can handle her own. Like I mean, she can hit some shots out there. I'm just like, what? The-? Like I'll look at her sometimes. And be like, what was that? <laughs> like yeah. so like, but that was. But I still had to make sure like I was like helping her out and showing her the ropes of what we do because like we just run a, a system so she just had to follow the system and i had to be able to make sure she was following the system yeah before we continue we want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor flatlands dress up insurance group that has our whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout eastern north carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need offering policies for home and auto recreational vehicles commercial crop health life and employee benefits they are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. And, and, and kind of talk about that too, you know, because I remember, uh, you know, when we had kind of previewed women's and men's tennis for this year, we had on Brian Rosenthal, former uh, men's tennis uh, player at NC State. And uh, when he was talking about Diana, who, uh, again, at, at the time was ranked as a top 100, top 90, depending on where, where you depending on where you look a uh, women's tennis player in the whole country, regardless of age, whatever um, that even, even Brian was saying like, like he would be shocked if Diana came just because, uh, you know, she could easily just go ahead and go pro and, and start making money. Um, but she ended up coming, uh, you know, once the season, like after the season had already started. So kind of talk to talk me through that. Like, you know, what was the conversations like? Cause I'm sure it's very odd that you start the season I don't know necessarily if you knew or not whether she was coming. So kind of talk me through, I mean, like how, like how did those conversations go with the coaches and you know, what was your, I mean, thoughts? I mean, cause obviously it's tough to get chemistry cause you're, you, she didn't even come until after season Hari started. So it's not like you had preseason to work together and get that chemistry going beforehand. You had to go quickly. Yeah. So, so I remember back Diana committed, oh, was it summer or something like, and yeah. when she committed, it was like, uh, she was like 300, you know, just like, you know, okay, we were like, okay, she's coming. Then she started winning, like, so she actually came in the fall. And so me and her mm. were traveling, me, her, and Dave were traveling to all the tournaments in the fall. So um, all like the pro stuff in the fall. So, and then we would play doubles in those tournaments too. So that's probably oh, cool. what some people don't, don't know. So okay. we kind of like, me and her were building a connection, like, like, I will say our first couple of matches were a little rough. Like, I'm not saying we were doing good. Like, it, yeah. it definitely took a little while to get it going. And that was during the time I have just came back. Like, I just started playing again, and they threw me in there. Okay, you're playing doubles with Diana. I was like, 
I have barely hit a tennis ball. You want me to play doubles in these pro tournaments with Diana? I was like, okay, Lord, it was, it was rough, okay? Cool. But, yeah, no. We, um, so me and her date were traveling a lot in the fall. And then by the springtime, like, we all kind of were like, okay, yeah, she's playing. Like, she said, like, she would tell us all, oh, I'm playing for you guys. Like, I, I want to play. So, like, we Ooh. knew. But I guess, obviously, like, no one else knew. But the problem is she wasn't eligible yet. Yeah. So that was kind of a, a, a blow that she didn't get eligible till like, I don't know, was that February, March? Or? Yeah, it, it, it was. It was after we yeah. played Bandy and we sadly took that Bandy loss. But mm-hmm. I mean, if we would have had her, I don't, we definitely wouldn't have lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and then we would have made indoors and then, I mean, it probably would have helped us out a little bit with the rankings. Like, I don't think the rankings would have, um, yeah. that Bandy loss definitely kind of. Uh, mess this up a little bit but yeah no she definitely told us the whole time like i want to play i want to play i want to play so we all knew she wanted to play and we were just waiting for her to be like just waiting when can they please get her eligible please get her eligible so because we knew we had a really good team and if we add her into the mix we're like okay we're we're solid oh yeah yeah no i mean it, it it was it was basically like almost like a, a joke that, you know, Brian Rosenthal and I would literally message each other, you know, throughout each match at the NCAA tournament. It was like, okay, well, we know one thing's for sure. We're going to go at least 1-0 in doubles, and, and we're going to at least uh, start off winning one single point from Diana, <laughs> at least. Same mindset right. we have. We have the same mindset. We were like, okay, we're yeah. going 2 on everyone. We just need two more. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. We that, need to find was, two more. That was going to be one of my questions. Like, you mentioned having how much fun and confidence you had playing with Anna. Like, did you – it seemed like – you had that kind of carried over into this year with you and Diana because yeah, you could pretty much just bank on okay, Alana and Diana are gonna win one match. You just gotta win one of the other two. We just be one of the others. No, yeah, yeah, we definitely were thinking that me and Diana played pretty good together, so we kinda we knew I think only we only lost two matches this year and the two matches we did lose, we just played awful. So we knew if we could just hit the ball in the court and play decent, we were like, Okay, we have a good chance of right. winning. Yeah. So yeah, I think we were. I don't know what our record was. I know we only lost twice this year. Yeah. So that's pretty good. So I mean, you know, kind of talk to me in terms of. Uh, I mean, is there any talks about like I don't know. I don't know too much about the professional tennis scene, but I mean, like, were there any talks of like, man, we can go pro and then play doubles tennis together and keep this thing going? Like, you know, is there, is that the talks I mean, at all? We haven't really talked too much about that. Like, because obviously she is like. She definitely won't be playing the same terms I'll be playing. But, like, um, I know this one. We, we tried to play with each other in the um, – in uh, it was after ACC's. We went to UVA to play, like, a 60K. Yeah. And we signed up for doubles with things. We just didn't get in because my ranking's just too low right now. So, yeah. so that's the thing. Like, I think if I can get my ranking up and we're at the same tournament, like, I think, like, for sure. Like, I'd love to play where I am. I hope she'd love to play with me. But I'm, I think we would. For sure. I just got to get my ranking up and then we can go together. That works. That works. Yeah. And and kind of talk to me too, like, you know, uh, again, and we'll definitely kind of, kind of jump back to you, but uh, you know, kind of talking about Diana. Cause I mean, definitely I I love to see how even you're like hyping up Diana being like, yeah, no, she, she's a real deal. Like some of her shots were ridiculous. And uh, you know, cause he, cause one of the other things that Brian Rosenthal said as well is that in his opinion, 
he says that talent wise that diana is the best athlete regardless of sport talent wise to ever wear the red and white which i was like dang brian that's kind of a that's a heck of a statement right there with david thompson with basketball with philip rivers with football and you saying that diana schneider freshman is the most talented player ever by the red and white he's like i'm telling you like i'm i'm i've seen it and i mean what she's done at her age is is unreal and uh so i mean like do you being a, t- a tennis person yourself, somebody who's played with her, would you back up that claim? I mean, you know, would you would you be in that corner with that? I mean, shoot. I mean, I yeah, I'll be in the corner. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's tough for all sports, but definitely for tennis. Like, yeah. I mean, she's yeah. just like tennis the things she can do on court is just it's crazy. Like, trust me, we practice with her, and there's something she does at practice where I'm like, what? <laughs> what yeah. was that? Yeah, so, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah cool well so again uh so we're going to take a pause right there uh oh actually you know what let me ask one more question uh did like yeah. one of the one of the funniest stories that i loved from this year was uh i think it was the match uh it was an acc match uh i think it was virginia uh virginia where it rained and we had to go inside and uh and i remember watching uh i was watching diana's match and uh uh you know inside for those who haven't seen the match inside basically the the fans are on instead of watching from up top you're basically watching like right behind uh where where the tennis players uh, uh play and i remember diana was on our side and at one point she made a mistake or something like that. Lost, lost a, a point or whatever it was, and uh, and she turned around, started cussing. I would assume cussing in in Russian. And uh, <laughs> like, did, did you? Because I I I laughed. I I like was like, what the heck? And I mean, yeah. so did did you chuckle at that at first? And did, you, did it take some getting used to? Like, how often did she do that? Uh, yeah, no, she's so funny. The thing she. <laughs> Diana, <laughs> she cracks me up because she like she'll say like um. Like she says a lot of like curse words in English, but you know, like when you speak a different language, it's not, it's not, it doesn't have the same effect on you. Yeah. So like, so she'll just, she'll say it all the time. Just, just throw out where it is the funniest thing ever. Like, it's so funny. And I she's like, it. what's like, cause I'm always laughing at her. She's like, what's so funny? I'm just like, you're funny. Yeah. But yeah. She does it all the time. Like you just gotta, yeah. you just take it. And then mm-hmm. she, she's just, no, she's just like, it's not, she's not even cursing at this point. She's just saying words. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. That's awesome. All right, Wolfpack Nation. So for part two, we're going to dive back into, I know we kind of went on a tangent there talking about Diana, but I really do want to talk about Lana and really her, you know, her journey, uh, you know, obviously talk about uh, this, this season, this journey that we just got done with and kind of her impact on the program and next steps for her. So to make sure you do not miss out on part two of that, inter- of, of that interview, make sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, which is free to do. So you do not miss out on any of our new NC State Tuffy Talk uh, content. And if you enjoyed this conversation, hit that like button. And also, too, uh, Alana, we will uh, as well, uh, I, I, we will have in the description below all of the links to your social media as well. So Wolfpack Nation, make sure to go follow Alana as she continues her journey uh, through the pros and, uh, uh, you know, whatever comes next again, which we'll dive into here in part two. But uh, make sure to tune in for then and we'll see you all soon. Go Pack, y'all. Aww.